What's up everybody, welcome to the House of Mario episode 74 and we are the Nintendo Podcast, a part of the Epic Collective. I'm your host Drew Agnew and joining me as always is the delightful Super Smash Brother Bryce DeWitt. Hello. Uh, today on the show we're going to be talking a little bit about Super Smash Brothers. Obviously it's a game we've been waiting for all for a long time. Um, a little bit of Nintendo news as well as uh, some other things we'll bring up later. But first of all, Bryce, we've been playing Super Smash Brothers all weekend. Absolutely love it. Um, what's your What's your initial thoughts uh, after playing a heap of it over the weekend? My initial thoughts. Um, so, I'm enjoying it a fair bit. I have like minor gropes with it so far, but overall, um, it's going to require a little bit more time, I think, to get really like really down to the nitty gritty and just be like, yeah. hey, this is what I'm unhappy with. This is what I'm happy with. But like, so far, uh, World of Light has been fantastic. Uh, I've got the full roster unlocked now, so I feel feel great about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just uh, sorry, just to set the stage, um, we're going to be doing a full blowout of our impressions next week, our review discussion, like we did with Pokemon. But this week, we've only been playing it over the weekend, so we feel like we need to get some more time with the game before we actually do like a big uh, blowout discussion on it. So this is just our like initial. Like very uh, initial impressions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is the game that we've been talking about all year with all the directs and everything that'll be coming out with it. So, I think it's just easier if we just, you know, give it a little bit more time and uh, yeah. make sure that we get all of our stuff uh, up to snuff before we before we really dive head into it. <laughs> get get our stuff up to snuff. Our, all right. our stuff up to snuff. Yeah, but yeah, I, I've been really enjoying it as well. There's, yeah, like you said, there's a few uh, minor gripes um, with it that I'll bring up. Uh, like we'll bring up next week. Yeah, like it might change by then. But yeah, really enjoying it. All the new characters are awesome. Um, I feel like I'm leaning towards Inkling at the moment. Really enjoying playing as her. She, she's a lot of fun. I know you really like uh, uh, Richter. Richter Belmont. <laughs> Would you say he's um is he your favorite? He he seems to be the one. Like, oh yeah, I love Richter. Going towards Richter's bit. like a fantastic character. I like I like the uniqueness that Simon and Richter bring to the game, but I just like Rick, how Richter plays a little bit more than Simon. To be completely honest with you, so yeah. Well, what's the difference? Is is he just a bit faster and sort of his moves do different damage? Um yeah, so I'm pretty sure that he's got weaker attacks, but he recovers from them a bit faster. Okay, yeah, because I I played as him like I think I unlock him. I just played as him once. Oh yeah, have a go. Like I, I haven't played um Simon much either, and I'm like, oh, there's not that much difference. Like you, you can sort of tell the difference between, um, maybe Martha Lucina, kind of easy enough, right? But with um, with with those two, it was like without knowing. I, I guess I don't know Simon that well to to begin with, so it's hard to sort of distinguish the two it just yeah it just feels like that simon's got more like recovering time from animations and stuff like that and it kind of puts me off a little bit yeah uh that and maybe you're just like richter richter thematically a bit more yeah 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 i, I can say that yeah he's just uh he's wearing blue is blue a color you prefer more Ah, <laughs> oh, just you know simon simon's got that old like barbarian-esque feel whereas Richter's more like 
hey, I'm a new age vampire hunter type thing. Yeah. They might use like particularly everything the same, but Richter kind of reminds me of Ike in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that that does make sense. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. I was playing um, I was playing online the other day, and uh, um, I obviously don't want to go too much into this either. But you know how we're talking about how they got rid of the full glory and the four fun modes. Yeah, and we said how that might be a uh, a poor choice. Yeah. Um, it definitely is. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, every everybody's everybody's complaining about it. Like I'm like, uh, it's like a set set the rules. I'm like, all right, uh, four and four lags too much, and I I prefer one on one anyway. So one on one, turn items off, uh, final destination because once again all the stage things makes it <laughs> makes it the, the latency even worse. So yeah, but yeah, put it in. It's still four players. Sometimes you get no items, but um. Yeah, like you never get what you want. <laughs> no, no. There's that and just just apparently according to um, according to the big names playing the game, you know, the professional players and stuff like that, it's just, you know, even if you get into Elite Smash, you're not guaranteed those matches where you're playing, uh, mm. you know, two stock, seven minutes, whatever whatever the general rule set is. Yeah. You, you're just not guaranteed those matches and it's kind of... It's kind of horse shit. <laughs> it's be- kind of baffling why they took it out. Like, they had such a good system. It's like, do you want this? Or I, do you want this? I just don't know who anybody who plays casual Smash online, if that makes sense. So, I don't know. Like, if they were going to go about it at all, maybe they should have just kept online to competitive rule sets or something because it's just... I don't know anybody. Obviously, there is people, but... Yeah, there's a lot... That There, there would be a lot of people, Um because like even sometimes I might feel like going on and playing with items and just like the chaos of like really enjoying the chaos of what Super Smash Brothers of all things like, can be. Of all things, though, the thing that's the most annoying is the fact that you can't turn off uh, turn off four four player Smash. Yeah, like if if you if I'm forced to play with items and stage hazards, whatever, but at least put me in one v one. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah. Like I, I just prefer one v one when it comes to online because not only is it like you know it, I don't know it's more of a test of skill one v one but just the connection issues that are going on with switches and apparently I'd been reading that like if you connect four four switches up together and try to play the game it says the connection's not very stable that way like it actually warns you oh right so you know why that's really hard to make that an online option if it's going to tell you that when that's local multiplayer too like if you do that in a local local multiplayer setting it actually tells you that Mm, Um, that's odd too because mario kart works fine and that's eight that's eight plays yeah 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 so i don't really know why no i don't either but like again if you're sitting in the same room with a bunch of people uh you might as well just be playing on the one console regardless it just mm. it causes less problems in general. It's less likely to fuck up, but <laughs> at the same time, it shouldn't be that bad. But if it's that bad on local, then how bad is it on Wi-Fi? Sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I know. I know. I know like uh, bring up these points. We sound a bit negative on it, but yeah. No, we we absolutely love this game. We oh yeah, people yeah. on the weekend offline. It's we did a, a phenomenal game. Yeah. Uh, you you come over to my place on the weekend. We did a like a couple of hour Twitch stream, played the game, yeah, ate some pizza. Like, 
it's a it's a good excuse to sort of do that again. We haven't done that in yeah. too long. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. You agree. Um, anything else you'd like to touch on Smash before um, we move on? <laughs> um, uh, I just kind of want to give a hand to Sakurai and the team with World of Light. I guess like I wanted Subspace too. And I think I don't think that was a, a secret. I think I've mentioned that a few times. And it's not it's not quite subspace two. There's not as many cutscenes or anything like that. But um, mm. it, it's definitely like a very a, a much more unique way to approach a story mode. Yep. By basically making events into a like the event mode into a story mode, giving you like all sorts of different scenarios and stuff like that. And you know they they throw boss battles mixed in there which is great and you know it's, it's, it's just a lot a lot good about world of light and i'm really enjoying it i can't wait to finish it and just be like i did it yeah I, i'm enjoying it too i'm not as far as you are you're you're actually quite far i'm probably just like a couple of hours in but yeah i i enjoy how creative the battles are how how you're coming when you come across the spirit and like oh how are they going to put this character in and like stuff like a uh, snorlax where it's just like a huge king k rule and he's just standing there. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like, there's stuff like the Centurions from uh, Kid Icarus. It's like seven mini pits, or, mm-hmm. and all they do is constantly fire arrows. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, like stuff like that. I think it's really, really smartly done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. And like, I'm not in a hurry to finish it. Really, I'm just gonna like chip away at it, do a few battles. Yeah. Um. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't in like too much of a rush either, but it was just. Um, it was a good excuse for me to be like, I'm learning the mechanics of this game, so, you know, mm. uh, I'll just play World of Light until I sort of get my handle on a couple things, and it's been working. So, yeah, you said you hadn't on the weekend, but have you gotten used to the, like the the um the new shield and dodge mechanics yet? Have you uh like? Oh, I have. Look, I haven't put them into practice yet. Yeah, and like uh, it's got yeah, like the the perfect shielding in that. Like sometimes my opponent doesn't. Sometimes I might do it by accident, but. I never. It's not a thing in the back of my mind which I'm thinking about. No, yeah, no, it's not. Mm. Which is probably something I should be trying to get used to yeah, for the sake of my gameplay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm using the um the air dodge quite a bit now, though. That sort of um snuck into my like the back of my mind. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to be careful with the air dodging. <laughs> yeah, like you're left vulnerable. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I find it interesting too. Like. You, well, like when we get more used to it, there'll be like ways to like dodge back down to the ground to recover quicker and things like that. Yeah, should be which should be interesting to see how that all all works out in the future. But yeah, um, next week we'll have a big blowout, big review discussion on Super Smash Brothers um, about all the modes, all the characters which we you know want to discuss and all of that fun stuff. But just at the moment, we uh, we've only played it for the weekend, so we can't do it too much justice apart from. A few light things. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Hmm. Um, apart from Smash Brothers, I've still been playing Pokemon Let's Go. I uh, still really enjoy it. Um, I finally found that shiny Porygon again that I lost initially. Um, <laughs> it's funny too because I, I looked down at my screen and like a Pidgey or something ran into me. And I could, and you know how it does that battle transition mm-hmm. where it goes all blurry and whatever. And uh, I could see like something, like something blue. I'm like... Is that it? <laughs> and like, oh, like I'm like, oh, that that that's definitely it. So when I, r- I ran away from the Pidgey and I come back, 
and there it was, just a shiny Porygon. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I battled it, caught it. I'm like, fantastic, awesome. But after doing it for that long, I didn't have the reaction like you might see on like Twitch or something where I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And they do like, the thing. They get, their, they get out of their chair, go do like the victory lap. Yes, yes. And they come back and catch it. I just, oh, sweet. It's finally there. <laughs> caught it. And uh, probably, probably one of the... Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing or whatever, but one of the worst things about the post game in Let's Go is just the fact that if you want to level up your Pokemon, you're pretty you're pretty much going to be catching Pokemon, and catching Pokemon requires uh, you to have money, yeah. And money only comes from trainer battle. So I got to a point where I'm like, all right, I don't have much money left. So I'm at a point now where I'm like, all right, I'm going to battle the gym leaders every day, and like go to a couple of the places where you get your items daily, and you can sell them to sort of try and keep your money up. So that's that's sort of where I'm at with Pokemon Let's Go at the moment. Really enjoying it. Um, gonna do some more shiny hunting and all that for probably months to come. Yet, really, re- really liking it. Plan on doing the master trainers when I train up my um team. And yeah, that's pretty much pretty much where I'm at with that game. Still really liking it. And uh, I want the next Pokemon game to come already, but that's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a year away. So you can start it's, building your competitive Pokemon team. Hmm. It's 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 like what when people are saying, oh, I wonder if the next Pokemon game is going to be announced at the Game Awards like the past weekend. <laughs> and like I, I've already uh, said this to you, Bryce, but <laughs> I said if they announce Pokemon at the Game Awards, I'm going to be so pissed because we spent a year waiting for this game. <laughs> if it, this game's out for three weeks, and they're like, all right, here's the next one. I'm like, don't, I don't want to be on this treadmill just waiting for games all the time. We finally got Pokemon and Smash. Just, just leave it for a bit. Give us a rest. I don't want to have to be on this hype train until E3 again. <laughs> mm. So, uh, like, pretty much Smash is the only uh, game you've been playing, Bryce? Or? Yeah, yeah, pretty much to a T. Um, I'm, I'm still... I've been a very sick boy the past couple of weeks and I haven't really had a lot of incentive to play video games because I've just been like, I just want to sleep. Mm. So and that that's pretty big for you too. You must have been bloody sick. Oh <laughs> uh, look, I I missed work shifts I didn't want to miss and stuff like that. Especially with Christmas being so soon. Um, yeah, it, it felt it felt absolutely awful to miss a couple of work shifts, knowing that I'm not going to get paid uh, for those ones I missed and all that stuff. And I just wanted to get over being sick as quick as possible. So it was just like not nah, straight to bed, going to sleep, going to sleep, going to sleep. You know. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd wake up, eat, relax for maybe a couple of hours and go back to sleep again. Um, it's It's been pretty serious. It's been, uh, you know, food poisoning and then ear infections and migraines and like everything over the past two weeks. Smash is the only thing that I've like picked up my Switch and like really smashed some time into. So <laughs> in a fit, like literal sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um, it- Literal sense, you really smashed your Switch. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah, that's pretty much all I've done really. I guess is just smash. Um, even 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 with Pokemon, like um, have have like this super secret project going up. But I'm uh, and it was going to involve Pokemon, but I'm actually starting to think I might scrap uh, and start next year um, with something completely oh. different. Okay. I just I've left it too late now. Uh like all the information that was going to be present in the super secret project 
um, is now wide, widely known and yeah, it's almost pointless in me, you know, trying to put that out there and do that sort of thing. But I do want to, I do want to keep doing it. If it weren't for me being sick, I would have, I would have had it out two weeks ago, but I got sick on the day that I was supposed to be doing a particular setup stuff for it. And that's where it all sort of went downhill. I just, I, I haven't even sat at my computer in a very long time. Just, just like, just let the people not know, so they're not like caught on a. They're not like, what the hell is he on about? You're talking about a video. You're, you're making a certain <laughs> video. <laughs> well, uh, you're, not start a, you're not starting a pottery class. No, and, like, yes, yeah. or something well, like that. No, yeah. obviously not something. I think, I think it's pretty <laughs> obvious what I was talking about for the most part. Um, I've got, I've got. Um, an idea for a short for short burst YouTube YouTube stuff to go up on the um, on the eight bit YouTube channel uh, for starters. I don't know whether we'll um, incorporate it into a YouTube channel in the future or whatever we're gonna do. But um, yeah, it was just a topical topical thing about Pokemon for for the release of that. But unfortunately, being brought down as I was. Uh, because I'd like to consider that I managed to get through the game pretty quickly. Um, and I'd come up with the idea pretty much after I'd beaten the Elite Four. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do this. I'd, I've done most of the assets to it. And then it came down to gameplay recording. And then I was just like, yeah, I, I came I came ill with the sickness. And then that was it for two weeks of, of yeah. I came ill with a sickness. Come on. Yeah, I got down to the sickness, mate. All right, yeah. So <laughs> it, it it sort of just brought me to this past two weeks sort of thing, and now all this information is readily available, and everybody knows it, and it's it's become really obvious, and that information's been chucked around. So throwing out a video like that at this point seems kind of pointless, um, and that that sucks because I I really I really wanted to get that out and start this new series, but. Um, yeah, I've left it too late now, and yeah. that sucks. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have plenty of time. Oh, we'll have plenty of time. I've I've already got an idea for the next for the for the next one, um, which won't have a time constraint attached to it. Yep, oh, that's good. Evergreen content, they call that yeah. in the yeah. in the industry. Apparently, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know that I I can start that whenever I want, and if I if I take four months then it doesn't matter. It'll come out. You know what I mean? Um, and it'll still be relevant. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going forward just with a, with a different video in mind, probably start of next year. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bryce, let's move on to the, uh, the announcements that were made at the video game awards, uh, this weekend. Yeah feels like ages ago now but it was only a couple of days ago that's right it was actually yeah mm. i don't even uh, didn't even think of that <laughs> yeah it feels like ages ago but it's only been a couple of days yep um so one was actually pretty surprising is that that uh exclusively coming to the switch is marvel marvel ultimate alliance the black order um so this this is a series that's pretty much uh, the last game that came out in the series was about 10 years ago it's it was actually geez. quite yeah it's actually quite surprising that this is an exclusive game for switch well yeah it is it is a little bit surprising but maybe because of the way the games are it'd just be easier to have you know have yeah. it have it joy-con compatible and just work off that 
Yeah, the game's been made by Tim, uh, Team Ninja, and it's been published by Nintendo. And I guess, I guess my, I guess the reasoning be- behind it is like they can get away with sort of um, lower graphical, lo- lower graphical fidelity and like, all that neat like, stuff. Yeah, so they don't have to like do a really impressive, you know, PlayStation Four Pro version and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Especially after um. Spider-Man's already come out on the PS4 and it's all like it's that or maybe it just sold better on those console on on the Wii or you know yeah no good point family orientated consoles I'm not sure a lot of people I'm not sure a lot of people were too interested in playing something like that on your PS4 or your Xbox One to be completely honest with you yeah like it's hmm. I just don't think it'd sell as well there is a bit. Like, I I haven't seen this personally, but there is a bit of hoo ha. Like people annoyed that it's exclusive to Switch and not you know not coming to everything. But I, I, you know, there's always going to be outrage, though. That's yeah. just how it is. That happens with most games that were multi-platform. And that's like what happened right. with Bayonetta when Bayonetta Two wasn't even going to exist, and then Nintendo were like, "Hey, we'll fund it," and yeah. then people were just like, "Nintendo are greedy," <laughs> and then you're just like, "Ah." Wait, how are they greedy? They fund it. Yeah, like we get like getting Bayonetta three now, so they 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 kept that series alive. Like yeah, without it's... without Nintendo's funding, Platinum never would have been able to make Bayonetta two or Bayonetta three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know it the the reason this is Switch exclusive could have been for a very similar reason. You never know. There might there might not have been a Marvel Alliance three unless. Unless Nintendo were like, hey, we really enjoyed the second one. Would you like to make another one and we'll pay you to do it? Mm. You know? Yeah, you- like, I, I don't think we would have seen another one unless... Because, yeah, it's been, it's been developed by Team Ninja. I don't know who developed the original ones. I guess it was just a internal team at maybe Disney games or yeah, maybe some, someone like that. I, I've got no idea. I've got, I've never played a game in the series. I've got so I would know much about it, but no, yeah, it's, it's interesting that it's getting like a Marvel game as an exclusive. That's that's pretty big for a, a third-party exclusive game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty big, you know. Mm. And I mean, I'm happy about it, but I, it's also one of those titles I'll probably just be skimming past. Yeah, it depends on the price. Like, if they want to charge eighty, ninety Australian dollars for it, it's like, all right. No, no, not really. No, yeah. really I'll, pick really it, I'll, pick, I'll pick it up when I see it for 50 or something, you know. Yeah, for like 50, 60, that seems a better price for it. But I'm, I'm, I'm also not like a huge Marvel fan, like someone who's really into that series and that is, they say it's worth that. And has to them. have every Marvel product. Like I enjoy a Marvel movie, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, so I'm not I. that dedicated where I'm like, hey, I have to buy every single Marvel product on the planet. Every single one. Every single one. Uh Bryce, you're nine years old. Um, you play <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, they brought out the Fortnite Creative um, expansion, a part of season seven. The block. Yeah, the block. Um, looks pretty cool. I haven't pl- touched Fortnite since that night we played it online together, but yeah, looks pretty cool. Um, being able to like make your own essentially little town that you can play with your friends and they can feature that on the actual Fortnite 
map itself. That's that's really neat. Yeah, where Risky Reels was. It's it's <laughs> it's kind of like a, a like a shining light in the middle of a of the midst of a massive amount of bad Fortnite related news lately. So. Mm. Oh, what's the, what's the bad news been? I've oh God! Like the bad news. There's um, somebody created this dance move that was essentially like swiping left on your Tinder dates and right on your Tinder dates <laughs> and that bullshit uh, by okay. Mac Mac Milli or I I really can't remember his rapper name. Don't don't even get me started. But he's he's trying to sue Epic Games and then uh, oh yeah, all, all all the dancers with their like. They create them and then yeah. Fortnite just puts them in the game, sells them for money. And yeah. The creators don't get any recognition or anything. Yeah, that and then um, uh, even even uh, even the guy that uh, started the moth meme trend is on their ass. <laughs> Why? Because put, because he's unhappy that he's not represented. Uh, the moth meme. The moth meme. Yeah. How is that? How is that in Fortnite? What have they done for that? No, oh, they made a they made a moth man, uh, <laughs> superhero type skin, and made a lamp pickaxe. Really? Yeah. So um, so that guy's tossing <laughs> up about it. And then the thing that happened over the last twelve hours in Australian news, where you had that stupid idiot that would was uh hitting his pregnant wife on his stream shit because she wouldn't let him finish his Fortnite game mm. well that's not on I'll tell you well yeah. no it's it's not on um, it's not really the game's fault though no it was it, it was a really st- yeah but it, it how much bad rap has Fortnite got in Australian media that it needs this you know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, like, I know exactly what you're saying. We've done we've done episodes and skits about it before. It's just exactly, stupid. but it, it's just it's really dumb. Um, the the clippers the clippers on the internet. It's video evidence and it's floating around Twitter and stuff like that. And it's basically just two adults acting like children, and that's how it ended up in uh, a woman getting punched. Like it was it was a Jeez. real silly situation. Um, he was he was an absolute pig for hitting her. He shouldn't have done that. That was terrible. But she also shouldn't have come back like every fifteen seconds to yell at him and call him a wool- call him a wool- uh, a woman basher and instigate getting hit more because that's what she did. I don't know. It's really silly. Yeah, it sounds like they got some things to sort out. <laughs> well, he's he's going to court, so. Um, yeah, as you should. <laughs> but she's also been she's also uh, reportedly been fined because she instigated it, and he they were doing it in front of their two like very young children. Oh god. Yeah. That's awful. It's stupid, and it it again it's it's got jack shit to do with Fortnite. It's just two adults being absolutely childish, but it still it still makes Fortnite look bad again in Australian yeah. media. <laughs> Fortnite yeah. makes you violent, kids. Yeah, speaking of violence, um, <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat 11 got announced for Switch. This this is this is the biggest announcement. This is huge. Yeah, it's Mortal great. Kombat, a multi-platform game is coming day and date on the Switch, which is uh, April 23rd. Um, yeah, and it'd be interesting to see what it looks like and how it runs and how it compares to the other versions. Um, yeah, no, really, really interesting to see, especially since back in the day, Mortal Kombat was um, banned and uh, 
all that like, and, and censored, and censored on, heavily yeah yeah on nintendo platforms so yeah no awesome to see i feel like um, nintendo's catching up with the times and that type of thing though oh yeah well they're just they're just making it so that like they've got more parental controls and stuff like that and then they can um keep the higher rating on like the higher ratings on games like that up and then if parents don't do anything about it then it's their own fault which is absolutely how it should be anyway well we're we're actually seeing a fair few mature games come to switch we're seeing a fair few horror games yeah and uh, things of that nature but um yeah that i was gonna say something but i forgot what it was now doesn't matter we'll move on um, and the last one that was announced at the Game Awards was uh, I'm gonna have to was it say say no, Noara Wild Hearts, which is like a um, an indie game, and they they describe it as a uh, music video dream about being awesome, riding motorcycles, skateboarding, dancing, battling, shooting lasers, wielding swords, and breaking hearts at twenty uh, two hundred miles per hour. Every stage in the game is set to a song, custom written. Uh, a song on a custom written pop album uh, and it launches on Switch in 2019. I thought this looked really cool. This was the first uh, announcement at the Game Awards, yeah. if you can remember that. Um, yeah. yeah, really stylized, really cool music. Um, I'm, I'm a sucker for rhythm games too and like stylish rhythm games especially. Just to I correct thought. your name, Blunder, it is it is most definitely, most definitely Sayonara Wild Hearts. Okay, what did I say? You were like say say yours or yeah yeah I just yeah you no, just you could completely blundered it I just thought I'd double check it. That, well, thank you very much. Someone <laughs> someone has to, someone has to, someone has to check up on my shit, Bryce. Oh uh, well, I mean, you and names don't get along, mate. No, <laughs> no, definitely don't. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I'm I'm personally looking forward to seeing more on that one, and uh, obviously. The biggest Nintendo news to come out of the Game Awards was the Joker from Persona 5 announced for Switch to be a part of uh, the DLC pack. He's yeah, going to be the first buddy. one coming. Um, yeah, that was out of left field. Uh, I found out through you. I wasn't watching live at the time. You were just like, guys, guys, in, like in the group chat. <laughs> You're like, Joker's in, Joker's in Switch, uh, in Smash. And my 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 very first thought was you know, why <laughs> but then, like, yeah, but he's I in Persona tra- Q2 yeah it's like oh he's in, he's in Q2 I'm like oh, oh yeah well I guess that's one game but they're not not once they say hey he's from Q2 it's all like Persona 5 they're really pushing the Persona 5 uh, angle which, which is the bigger game yeah well obviously um, yeah. Persona, Persona 5 has really started to, like it really gave the the series a push into the mainstream yeah like incredibly that 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 persona game is absolutely fantastic and um a, a lot of this is obviously f- it's feeling very foreshadowy um hopefully <laughs> hopefully uh yeah. that we get persona 5 what what uh essentially people are calling crimson which is the uh equivalent of persona 4 golden on the switch Mm, yeah. Um so the typical the typical thing to take away really is that um the Vita is not really nothing is really being developed for the Vita anymore, uh which means that if they want a portable version of Persona, then they might be looking into Nintendo as their option. 
Yeah. Well, like a lot of the like, Japanese, um, not Japanese, the Vita really thrived on like Japanese development. Um, a lot of these like Persona and JRPGs, a lot of Digimon games and all that uh, like came to the Vita and that was one of the best things about the Vita was having access to those games. Um, since the Vita is like been dying very slowly for the last couple of years, these games are coming to Switch now. Like next year, we're getting like a, a Digimon game that's coming to the Switch rather than the Vita, and uh, like a, a lot of um, those types of games. So it's only natural that these other bigger games will be coming to Switch as well. So hopefully, I I really want to see Persona Five on Switch. I think it would be awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, like a, that's yeah, like a, my a, favorite JRPG of that year, and that was the same mm. uh, year that Xenoblade Chronicles Two came out too. Yeah. And near Automata, <laughs> like <laughs> that was a good year for yeah Japanese. <laughs> oh, it was so good for the JRPGs. Games, yeah. It was amazing. Mm. Yeah, like a, a lot of places are saying like, oh, there's a rumor out that Persona Five is coming to Switch next year, and I just feel like anyone could have made those rumors. Like these sites that are reporting on it, it's like really guys. Like I, I could say that I could say that Persona Five is coming to Switch because. Uh, the character was announced for Switch. For Smash. And, and Smash. Yeah. No, well, look, it's it's just... It's people being clickbaity for clickbaity reasons, and this is why I don't like potential leaks. And, like, I speak out against people like Emily Rogers or Laura Kate Dale for making stupid, stupid, uh, you know, leaks like that or whatever. Um, because, yeah. really, like... It's just... It's... It's plain to see. It's it's kind of just like well they're putting they're putting Joker and Smash, but you know what does it mean? Does it mean that we're gonna get Persona Five? And then it's just like we might, we will see. And now all of a sudden people are just like big leak rumor Persona Five is coming to Switch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, no, they're making assumptions based on what happened with the Smash uh, reveal. Which is understandable, but that doesn't mean it's a rumor or a leak. It just it's it's literally just general consumers being like, "This must mean that." Yeah, Let, let's actually let's try and break it down like for the two situations. So, obviously, if Persona Five is coming to Switch, they would have been in talks with Nintendo a long time ago for yeah. getting dev kits, developing it, uh, like working all this stuff out, how it's going to be published in in the West, whether Atlas publish it, whether Nintendo publish it, like there's, there's a lot of things going on there. So whether they were doing that and they, and that's how they got in the talks about having um, the Joker in smash. And then they kind of worked out, they can tie it in the smash and sort of announce it in the direct and bring it out next year. Or if it, if it's not the case, if persona five, Oh, if Joker isn't, Oh, sorry. It, yeah. If persona five isn't coming to switch, and it is just the character at the moment. Um, I think it is like just try and broaden sort of the Smash um, audience and like the Switch audience to really like reach out to a game that's really popular on um, PlayStation at the moment yep. and try and get a piece of that pie. Yeah, and that's also why they showed it off at the Game Awards too. Like they could have say say one of the characters was like. I don't, I don't think um, any of the characters are just a Nintendo character, but say like, oh, one of them is um, I don't know, a Pokemon or Waluigi. If they if they did that at the Game Awards, everyone's like, oh yeah, cool, Waluigi's coming to Smash, great. 
but <laughs> th- this was really to try and get like a n- like a, a chunk of another audience yeah gauge interest to hype them up yeah yeah um the uh there was something I was going to say on the matter it's amazing how it just leaves your head like I <laughs> you 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 remember after the podcast? I, I, I will, I and then swear. I'll just be like, "Oh shit," you know. Oh, actually, no. Now I remember. Um, Ooh, I was I was talking to Dash about it briefly, and um, he's he's a massive Persona fan. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, and he seems to. I th- I'm pretty sure he seems to think that it'll probably be in the uh, direct early next year that it'll get announced. But honestly, I don't think uh, Persona Five. If, if it's going to be announced for Nintendo consoles, I do not think that game will be announced until they finally announce uh, Crimson or whatever, you, or or Golden or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, Deluxe, whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it'll be announced for Switch until that is announced and that'll be when it'll get announced. So I don't think it'll be in a Nintendo Direct or anything like that. I think yep. it will be announced by Atlas themselves because that, that game is also obviously going to be on PlayStation 4 um yeah mm-hmm. so i think i think it's best not to hold on to it too tight for now because i think it'd be quite a while before we do actually get a full confirmation as to whether mm-hmm. we'll actually see it on the switch yeah. like you can't really tell like if if they are going to announce it it's, you can't tell if it's going to be february or whether it's going to be april no it's going yeah. it's going to be some point next year obviously um whenever they're ready to reveal like, I guess the gameplay trailer for Joker. I think that's when they'll go. All right, let's drop the announcement of the game coming to Switch. Then to sort of drum up hype yep. with the with the Smash sort of announcement at the same time. So whether that's in February when they probably will do a direct, or they'll wait a bit later, maybe a couple of months into April, or yeah, whenever it may be. Yeah, like it. It, it yeah. Like a lot of people are trying to guess what month it's going to be. So maybe don't worry about the month so much. Yeah, just yeah. whether it's a thing in the first place. And yeah, but personally, I really want it. I hope it's going to come. Yeah, no, so do I. I, I will buy that game again uh, gladly. It's like one of the games that I've I've held on I've held on to my PS4 for, um, because I really love that game, uh, and it's obviously PlayStation exclusive. So yeah. Yeah, it would be a huge. Uh, it would be a huge get for Nintendo for sure. Um, so this is this is a quote from uh, Reggie at the Game Awards when he's talking to Jeff Keighley right after the, uh, the like the reveal trailer, which was really well done actually. We didn't talk about that how um, sort of the Joker and the in the um in the team come in and like they, they stole Smash invitation and oh uh, yeah the uh, they um the lights cut out they had like a buzz up on the screen and then it had like a dialogue between uh the phantom the phantom thieves asking uh it started off with joker saying um i've infiltrated in, i've infu- uh i've infiltrated the game awards i'm going in and then a big monologue between the rest of the phantom thieves talking about why he's there yeah and then uh it ended up morgana saying he's going to steal the most precious treasure of them all and then uh joker catches an envelope in his hand and then like turns it you know 180 degrees and it's got a smash stamp on it yeah. i like how i like how that psyched everyone out like i already heard the announcement before I, before i watched the trailer but I, I like watching the reactions like people are like oh 
Yeah, it psyched the shit out of people. It Episode was like, five, and they what? Like smashed it. Awesome, yeah. It was um, it was really exciting for me. I was just like, holy crap. Yeah. Because Persona 5 was the game that personally got me into the series. Um, yeah. I, I didn't have like a shit ton of interest before then, but after Persona 5, I was like, wow, this is uh, fantastic. So, you were in for the long haul. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this is the quote from Red, or this is what he said. At, uh, this is what Reggie said at the Game Awards. He said, "It's emblematic of the approach that Mr. Sakurai and the team are taking with the DLC. He wants to, he wants characters that are unique, diff, and different to bring them into the Super Smash Brothers environment. So it's going to be tremendously exciting." Mr. Sakurai, uh, he's not only a student of Nintendo franchises, uh, and obviously he's had his hand in a few. But he's a student of video games from a total perspective. He's also been the driver um, in really thinking about the type of character uh, characters coming into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate would bring a whole different level of fun and enjoyment for the player. That's been the approach. Um, that's the thinking. Um, I hope the fans are excited by the Joker announcement. Uh, I hope they're looking forward to the future announcements. Um, I'm just I'm just skipping a few th- a few things here which aren't important. That's why I'm umming and whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it gives them confidence to, to just go and buy the fighters pass. <laughs> that way they can get the latest fighter as soon as it's available and continue building out their roster <laughs> in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Got to show that fighters pass, Reggie. Good boy. Yeah, I know. It's just like, I hope this means you guys will spend money and I can uh, rest easily over Christmas knowing the investors are happy. <laughs> you may as well have just said that. So for goodness sakes, you've spent $90 on this game. Where's the extra 30 Come on. <laughs> you know, I can't comment on Persona 5 Switch. Uh, again, from our spec- perspective, we've been clear. We want the best content on our platform. All the best content, all the best developers. And so our job is to continue the install base for Nintendo Switch to drive engagement for our players, to grow the audience. Uh, As that happens, then the developers will see the opportunity, he said. What a lad. (laughs) What a lad. What a lad. What a lad. What a lad. So I guess this really opens up opportunities for um, what the rest of the fighters pass is going to be because obviously they're not afraid to go and um, tackle uh, franchises that are very prominent on other platforms like even, even if Persona 5 does come to Switch Persona's been like on PlayStation it's whole life like it's just yeah it's what, yeah. It's what you think about and obviously, obviously thinking about the cloud and other um characters have introduced but i mean if clad if clad can get final fantasy 7 on the switch then i don't see why the joker uh couldn't get persona 5 on the switch yeah you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying yeah yeah so it'll be interesting to see how that goes over the um over the next year i hope we'll see it yeah me too (laughs) to be honest to be honest when it pops up i'm not going to be that surprised i'm going to be pretty happy but Yep, and maybe you'll finally play the damn game. Yeah, maybe. Well, I will. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, so, an- another little small story uh, is that uh, Warframe has reached 1 million players on Switch, which is uh, pretty pretty huge for like a 
like Warframe, it's it's a big game, but it's not it's not the biggest game. It's not like when Fortnite came out to the Switch and everyone um, jumped on that. Yeah. I think I think it's great that um, they've found a big audience on the Switch because it's it's quite a different game compared to what you'd expect to um, for people to be playing on the system. It's free to play though. Free to play yeah. games usually blow up pretty pretty well within the first month of their release on any given platform, and then they die down to a more realistic number. Yeah, no, no, it's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I suppose we'll see where it is. Uh, Warframe runs really well on the Switch, actually, as long as you turn off the motion blur, which PC players do as well. So, don't don't think that that's just a Switch problem. The motion blur in that game is poorly handled. It's it's absolutely shocking, and everybody knows it. But um, other than that, it plays it plays absolutely fine. I've had absolutely no trouble with it, and it's a really worthy free to play game if you just want something that's not uh, Fortnite PvP or Arena of Valor PvP or anything like that. It's PVE co op and a bunch of fun. Mm. So it's it's not surprising to see it get downloaded so much. You can carry over all your progress if you're already a player um, from the uh, PC. I think I'm not sure if that's PC exclusive at the moment, or whether that includes your your profile from other consoles as well. All right, um, it's, it's it's not um it's not like cross progression, is it? Uh, yeah, no, you keep all your progression. Oh, you do. Yep. So you, you do. You, yeah. Um, you, you can jump from one. You can jump from one to the other, but uh, the only issue is is that all the platforms don't update at the same time. They update uh, within a week of each other. Right. <laughs> so if if uh, PC will always be the first update because it's the best place to play test play test the patch, and then they'll push it to consoles. So there will be times every now and then where there's just a week where, uh, you can't n- sync. You can't sync. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um you you just need to be careful about that type of thing. Um, just make sure that if you're playing on one platform during the week, then that you. Don't play for play the other one until uh, they're syncable, um, just so you you know you don't end up accidentally syncing your old old profile or whatever with the with all your new stuff that you can't have, sort of thing. I was thinking about downloading it, but I saw it was thirteen gig, and I'm like, oh, it's not. quite large. It's yeah. quite large. I thought, oh, maybe not just yet. I'll get a bigger SD and... card first. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think I'll like it or? I think you have reasons to enjoy it. I think you'd probably play it more than a PvP game. Mm. Yeah. PvP's not really your thing. I want to play with everyone. With everyone. 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 <laughs> Alright, Bryce. So that's, that takes us to the end of the news. Um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the Kind of Funny Games showcase that happened uh, on the weekend as well. Yes. Uh, for, those, for those who aren't aware um kind of funny um kind of funny's greg miller put on a uh basically an indie showcase uh, because um playstation experience didn't happen in the u.s this year so he he still wanted to celebrate the smaller games so he reached out to some creators and they got uh 60 plus games um on an hour showcase which is i think it was nearly 89 games in total i think it i like according to their Twitter account, it was uh, sixty nine because oh. all, all the comments were nice, like nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, um, there there were 
a really big handful of um, Switch games coming, yep. which I like. I don't have written down. I don't have enough to say about them. But some even released that day as well. Uh, yeah. Like they, some some developers left uh, the release date for that day. So yeah, that- um, yeah, Mike Biffle's um was it Quantum? I can't remember what it was. Quantum something that released that day. That was only it's only a nine dollar game too. So I'm not sure how much it is. It's, he uh, he yeah Mike he puts it as a Mike Biffle short. So it must be a just a couple of hours type of deal but looks interesting it's like a sort of conversational sort of where you're picking your dialogue and yeah could be interesting yeah um but yeah i recommend uh if you're into indie games and and you're looking for what you know what's coming to your switch and things like that definitely go and have a uh, yeah definitely go and check it out it's on the kind of funny games youtube channel and it's titled uh, the kind of funny games showcase yes so yeah go and have a look at that yep Absolutely, it was definitely a fun watch, and um, a lot of interesting games come out of it. So, hmm. uh, I recommend watching it as well. Um, and discussion before the show, I said that I think we're better off just pushing people in that direction, so that um, you know they they do a similar thing next year. Because if they if they garner enough attention from it, then they'll see that it's worth it, and maybe yeah. they'll just keep doing it. You know, that like from what they're talking about they're not planning on doing a like a yearly thing especially no. if like especially if PlayStation experience comes back and this weekend's already filled up again with announcements from PlayStation and Game Awards and that obviously there's no room for a kind of funny thing but obviously not no this, but like yeah. just in case just in case like in 2 years time or something like that they're just like hey let's host another one and then we get like a whole slew of indie games like this because the show was really well paced yeah, uh, it was really well paced, and it was obviously like, they took a lot of inspiration from Nintendo Directs how they sort of do the announcements and like the bits in the middle and we're explaining things and yeah, yeah, exactly. And I yeah. think that's why I think that's why I enjoyed it a fair bit. So um, yeah, I would say go over there and watch it, and uh, we'll leave the surprises to uh, whoever's watching it there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Bryce that pretty much is all we've got for the show but obviously before we end um, we did talk about last week how we were nominated for the podcast award in the Dash Awards 2018 we did indeed and we uh, we took out we took it out we we we, we did won. we did take it out like a sniper from a perch from <laughs> a perch <laughs> and like I, I thought we had no bullets in the gun, but Jesus, it, sh- it must have worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, this was this was really big for us. We'd we'd heard so, prior yeah. to the announcement, um, just so that we could prepare something for uh, the actual announcement. But uh, we um, <laughs> we we end up couldn't uh, not being able to do it because I was sick and Drew was working a lot, so. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Dash, for preparing that. Yeah, no, he didn't did an excellent job with the um, the edit of the highlights reel. Just yeah, thank you very much for that, Dash. Because I um, was it the Thursday and the Friday was like mid thirties here, and I've, I I was out sharing all day, and I was just absolutely wrecked. Like I hate the heat. I hate I hate the heat just sitting in it. or just just in it. Yeah. Let alone having to like work your ass off in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, it just kills me. So. Yeah, I, I went straight to bed both nights. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But guys, thank you so much for 
<laughs> he'll like voting for us. Look, you know, it's capped off our year. I it think it really has. Like, you know, it, it it means a lot to us, and just the the fact that like we were we were nominated in the first place, like Bryce and I were stoked. Like initially, just from that, like there's there's a couple of people in in the judges who who like even if even know about the podcast, or let alone um think we're um worthy enough to be nominated. Yeah, worthy <laughs> enough, and it, like we were amongst like a really really fantastic podcast too. Yeah, yeah. A bit's own hungry gamers, and then there was even the sacred symbols, Colin's uh, Colin yeah. Moriarty's podcast, and. <laughs> I, I remember the the first night too. Um, I noticed we were on like something like twenty something votes because at this time you you could see what where the votes were and eventually um, Dash must have turned it off so you couldn't see what the tallies were at the time. But we mm-hmm. were on like twenty something. I'm like, oh, Bryce, we actually got twenty something votes. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and uh, I think I think like the next day, like Sacred Symbols, uh, Colin Moriarty's PlayStation podcast, that went up to two hundred. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. But, well, Collins, Collins would because <laughs> just for context, like uh, Colin Moriarty, uh, his podcast would probably get something like fifty thousand. Yeah, it's about fifty thousand viewers. Where where we're about like a hundred and so, <laughs> like it's just just no contest. Like obviously, if uh, if if um he pushed it and all that, yeah, there wouldn't have been much of a contest. But no. um, yeah. No, absolutely stoked. Thank you so much for the guys in the Discord who were, uh, who like voted for us. Um, Jamie Penning, who really rallied behind us on Twitter and reposted stuff and said, "Come on, guys, let's vote for the House of Mario and let's push them up, push them up." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I put out I put out a big thank you thing on Twitter, but I'd, I'd like to reiterate on it um, real quickly, without. Um, making too much of a fuss about it uh thank you thank you to our lovely community again um as drew said uh we love you guys we love talking to you in the discord and everything uh on the daily or you know by daily depending on what's going on in our lives um (laughs) and we appreciate you guys being around and really uh really hope you stick around for a long time uh we we, we appreciate it like you wouldn't believe honestly oh yeah yeah for sure yeah. yeah like i never thought i'd be able to generate even just a small following we have let alone such a passionate one um mm. so we really appreciate it um i'd also like to thank uh fellow content creators um people like uh you know dill who's been on the show a couple of times eric uh dash buddy paul james um just a whole a whole slew of people and I know I'm going to forget the rest you know because uh, there's just so many that have just jumped in on the show and been our guests or who's re- who've replaced me or even once drew for the week um, <laughs> just just so we can sort of get our things together and do what we need to um, it's been an absolute pleasure working with all of you we've enjoyed being on your shows too um and to be completely honest with you, you know, you guys are just as much as an inspiration as some of the biggest podcasters out there for us, just knowing oh, how yeah, um, quality your content you make. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's it's really awesome to see how much quality stuff is coming out of Australia. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A, a lot of a lot of stuff like that doesn't get, I guess, the recognition because it's just so hard to sort of work your way up and get seen on iTunes or Twitter or whatever it might be as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the the last subset of people that I wanted to thank is any, anybody that's been a guest on this show uh, since we've first pushed it up there. Um, from our even even our first guest Michael Yanoska from um, Hot Chocolate Party, uh, that that was an absolutely incredible experience for us, um, and it yeah. it definitely drove us to do a lot more of them. Um, and ever since that first interview with Michael, uh, it's been sort of a sort of a kick for us to have uh, guests on, whether they be game creators or you know um content creators or even professional players for splatoon we had uh and arms with the fur uh yeah. or, or or just big nintendo fans like uh having luke on episode 33 absolutely awesome yeah as well yeah um having you guys come to the table and bring your own experiences and like us talking talking to you about um your own journey uh whether it's through Nintendo or something completely different. Um, it's been unreal to hear all these different stories that come out of this community that loves Nintendo so much. Um, and the door is always open for more guests, whether whether you're just plain old Joe or whether you're, I don't know, Shaquille O'Neal, who really liked, <laughs> I don't know... <laughs> Are you going to reach out to him? Metro- Metroid Pinball on DS or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just reach out to Shaquille O'Neal. Hey, Shaquille O'Neal, you want to come on the podcast to talk about Metroid Pinball, that game? Yes. A game that you really loved? And he's just like, yes. <laughs> I'd love to. Yeah. No, but... Um, yeah. I think, I think, I think, I, I think it, it's, it really goes without saying. Like, every, everybody that supported this podcast is brought us to where we are today um and the dash awards just just winning the dash awards alone and was you know it was an absolute cap off to what was already a brilliant year yeah like um i don't want to go too much into it because i wanted to do a um end of year episode yeah, yeah and, and I get and you. end of year episode so i don't want to like no i just wanted to thank people yeah yeah but like just yeah it was just like just phenomenal um yeah I'll, I'll leave it at that thank you so much to everybody <laughs> you're like if i start talking then i won't stop talking yeah <laughs> all right bryce we'll end the show there thank you very much for listening to the house of mario episode 74 um when i say when i say like episode 70 something it just does not roll off the tongue 74 so 74 60, have you really like, been doing this for so long? <laughs> no, in like in the sixties, it worked well. Like episode sixty-three, it's like seventy. I don't know. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. Seventy-four. Um, we are the podcast, a part. Oh, we are the Nintendo podcast, but of the Big Collective. There's a, there's actually a few podcasts. Which yes, go on ten the, of them, in fact, yeah. with twenty-two individual podcasters. Yes. So if you'd like to go and have a look at those, go to eightbit.net. Check those out. Um, new uh, there's news, gaming, interviews, D and D. Yeah, there's there's, some, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, stuff. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, if you'd like to join our Discord community, there is a link in the show notes. Please do. We love we love people. We love we people do. popping in. Oh. oh, we do love people. Ooh. Yes, we do. I like I like good people. I'm not bad people. <laughs> yeah, don't invite Trump. All right. <laughs> Donald Trump. Hey guys, just want to talk some Nintendo. Listen, we have to build a wall to keep Mario out. <laughs> but he's Italian. I don't care. He's got a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I played Mario Odyssey. He's wearing a sombrero. I'm not stupid. I don't know. <laughs> we need to build a wall. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Jukebox this week is a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate remix of Life Light by Chime. Ooh, uh, baby. We've had Chime featured on the podcast before. Uh, and this is a really cool remix of the main theme in Super Smash Brothers. So please enjoy and uh, join us next week for our full review discussion on Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for Nintendo Switch. It could Until be a very then, long episode, that one, too. <laughs> yes, it might be uh, over half an hour. <laughs> over half well, an hour. Well, we got, we got, like, this episode went for an hour. We thought this one was going to be a slow one. but Yeah, I think, I think the Game Awards kind of bumped it up a bit. Yeah, we just had some natural back and forth, so that's all right. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we'll see you next week. Ta-ta.